0: 91.1 Weagle presents the scoreboard with Bay Marks and Jacob Hillman. Your cars are welcome at 334-844-9345. Call now. You can follow Jacob and Bay on Twitter at Bay underscore Marks and at Jacob underscore Hillman 3. Now let's take a look at the scoreboard with Bay and Jacob. Welcome back, Jungle. We've missed you. It's the scoreboard, WGL 91.1 FM. Or if you're streaming on WeagleFM.com, Jacob Hillman. The president of the jungle, and myself, Bay Marks. Part jungle of the, leadership. Part of jungle leadership, correct. We will be discussing the return of the jungle in Auburn's opening night win 77-54 against the Moorhead State Eagles to open their 2021-2022 campaign. Oh man, where to get started? Well, first of all, I've said it twice, we got to address it. The jungle, amazing being back. My God, it felt great. I mean, I think your tweet kind of encaptured how I felt about it. I mean, we kind of really took it for granted. Yeah, And I knew I missed it. Like
1: like I said in this I'm going to kind of rephrase it. It's just I knew I missed it, but whenever I finally really got back into it, like the exhibition was fun, but when it was actually time to play, man, it was awesome. And having that place packed out, it was just so fun. And just remembering back to that Final Four year, the year that should have been another Final Four run, but got canceled due to COVID. It was just so nice being back in that arena.
0: Yeah, and I, we knew last year with the empty arena, we like, man, this isn't the same. But then seeing it full again really kind of hit home. But Jungle was great; it was packed. We expected to be packed all year, of course. I mean, it's really kind of it, the tickets are at a premium in Auburn Arena, yep. and there, that's how Jungle seating is. Of course, you got to get there early. Yeah, but, standing room only tickets available
1: basically the entire season for which is uh, good for for uh, non students. Students just show up early. That's, that's all you got to do.
0: And if you don't, you can still go to standing room. <laughs> right. So, um, but nonetheless, jungle was packed. Energy was great. It was rocking. Even the players were saying that. Wendell Green, the star of the game, which we'll get to, he said it was an environment he's never even experienced before. Called
1: it electric.
0: Yeah. I I here's what I'll say. I love his energy, and I
1: love love love. We know Dylan Carwell. We know Dylan. Yes. Carwell. We we knew that was gonna happen. But yes. like We I love
0: it. Saw both of them earlier.
1: Katie Johnson though.
0: Yes. Katie. Oh Woo! my gosh. I mean. I think this might. I mean, we previous Bruce Pearl teams have had passion and yeah. have been energetic. Oh, yeah, absolutely! And I'm not gonna say this right now because I mean we're only one game in. But this might be the most like. I mean, come on! That was opening game. Auburn was never really Moorhead State. Yeah, Auburn
1: was never in any threat to lose. Morehead State went on some runs. They they kept it within. they were strike. up by 15 at one point. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They kept it within striking distance. If they if Morehead State went on a run, Auburn would have been in trouble, but they never did. And part of that was because of the energy the students brought and the players kept, you know, egging them on. Yeah. Katie Johnson, whenever he makes a play, he's going straight to the student section going ballistic. Dylan Carwell, he checks in the game, he's immediately
0: pumping up the crowd. That's just, that's beautiful. That's I mean, what we love to see. You but, mentioned, I mean, it, 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 you kind of just have to experience to understand. Yeah. I mean, I know there's other places where there's great student sections, and I'll I'll give credit where credit's due. That team on the other side of the state had a great student section. They did, but there's just nothing like Auburn Arena. No, yeah, there isn't. Truly, there isn't, uh, and
1: I cannot wait till SEC play. I can't either. And we, we don't need we don't need to wish away these other games. No, we, we won't. We won't away.
0: get too far ahead of ourselves. We're going to enjoy them as they come. Their next game will be tomorrow night. We're going to get to that, but first, let's recap Tuesday night: seventy-seven to fifty-four, Auburn wins at home on opening night. The star of the game for the Auburn Tigers, like I mentioned, Wendell Green Jr., the transfer. Um, I mean, we. We've kind of been making the joke of, oh, this might be a second coming of Jared Harper. But, I mean, after game one, it really might be a second coming of Jared Harper. His final stat line, 19 points, had three assists, a steal, and five total rebounds. I mean, yeah, he kind of did a little bit of it all, and he was the game's leader in minutes played um, on the floor for Auburn, played 28 minutes, and not even just offensively, but his defensive game and defense as a whole for Auburn might be a huge storyline. That's what I was going to say was, Wendell Green, we knew his defense was not his strong suit.
1: And it, it, it still isn't. His strong suit is shooting threes and being a dynamic scorer as well as a playmaker. But his defense was better than I had seen. Better than he played in the scrimmage or in the exhibition. And he really came out. And against an NCAA tournament team from last year who returns many of their their key players from that team, yeah. he went out and he played well defensively. And it was really
0: impressive. Also... Zero turnovers. It, I, Of course. I mean, no turnovers, that's a huge thing. Can't get the ball. Auburn had 66 possessions. Turned the ball over six times. And did you see
1: what Justin Ferguson
0: tweeted out? What's that? Every single turnover was a steal or block
1: by, or I, I think a steal by Morehead State. Yeah. Not a single pass out of bounds. Not a single travel. Not a single step out of bounds. Yeah. There was all plays made by the Moorhead State defense.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like you said, this team was no pushover. I believe – did they win the OVC last year? They did. Yeah, so I mean, this was a returning championship team, like Jacob mentioned, with a lot of returning players. Auburn's not going to schedule a team that isn't worth their time. Well, 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 when we get to Friday, I think you might change your mind on that one. (laughs) Shh. (laughs) But anyways, the other Auburn Tigers that really showed out in their Auburn Tigers debut, Walker Kessler. Yeah. I mean, only six points and six boards, but five blocks. I mean – Auburn, no opponent of Auburn's this year should score in the paint with him, Jabari Smith, Dylan Cardwell, Jalen Williams. I mean, yeah. that rim protection is nasty.
1: And the thing about Walker is he's so athletic at such a massive frame. Yeah, that's not something you see every day. No. And I really think that it's something that he's already just clicked, clicking his mind oh, yeah. how, how to how to play in Bruce Pearl's defense. Yeah. And. We, you, you know, you mentioned it when we came out in that 1-3-1 zone. I don't even think Walker was a part of this, but it was Jabari. And just, we came out in the 1-3-1, immediate turnover.
0: He was at the immediate top of the zone. He was, was the one. It was incredible. <laughs>
1: what in the world? And that's something that Auburn will be able to do throughout the year. You're not going to be able to do it consistently because teams will figure it out. But you know, whenever you need to stop, just throw that out there and yeah. the team might not know what to do.
0: Yeah, and back to Kessler, I mean, the stat line doesn't do his presence and his role justice. I mean... Looking at that stat line, it doesn't tell the whole story of how impactful he's gonna be this year. He impacted so many shots. I mean, teams are gonna have to run their game plan around the paint. He also went 0 for 4 from 3. That's
1: not gonna happen every
0: night. No, he he is a good shooting yeah. big man. He's not gonna go 0 for
1: 4. Those the only four shots he missed were from three. Yeah. And I expect him to shoot 30% from three this and year. And
0: don't expect him to to only be scoring in single digits the entire year. Nah, and uh, this is also because Albert's spreading the ball around. He's now. gonna be a double he's gonna be a double double machine. Yeah. For sure. Other guys in their Auburn debut, like we've mentioned, Jabari Smith, top five recruit, highest signee and commit in Auburn history. He finishes with eight points, six rebounds, three assists, three steals, in a block. Um, does a little bit of everything. He got, uh, I believe it was a cramp there at the end. Auburn Arena yeah. kind of held their breath, and I oh, know yeah. you did. Oh, goodness. Um, but that is going to be another Auburn Tiger to look out for this year.
1: Yeah, and I really, and here's the thing foul trouble as well. Look at that. Only one foul and really the only person that got into major foul trouble was Zep Jasper, who he didn't have his best game, and we'll, we'll get to him in a second, but it was just something that we haven't seen a lot. It's like We'll see guys get in foul trouble and stuff, but I really think Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler know how to hold their own and play defense without fouling.
0: Another guy coming off the bench in his Auburn debut, Katie Johnson, like Jacob mentioned, another energy machine. He finishes with 12 points, um, the second highest on the team off the bench, four rebounds, two steals. We knew this guy defensively was going to be a menace, but he also showed how dynamic and how strong he is at that two position offensively, and he also ran the one a little bit with Wendell running a two.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because Bruce is still trying to figure out what's that backup one because it could be Zep. I think Zep knows how to run the offense more than than KD does, but because Zep struggled a little bit, on Tuesday night, right. I think he wanted to get KD some reps there, you know, in case in case something's to happen to one of the two, because KD will be the next man up at that position.
0: I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I don't, I like you said, they're interchangeable. But after tomorrow night, if if KD plays the way he did again, right, might put him in a starting role. That's just gonna be interesting to see, and and I'll get to this in a minute uh, talking about um, Devin Cambridge. But it'll be interesting to see, especially when Allen comes back, how that starting lineup's gonna shake out with that one through uh, three guard position. Um, but I completely agree. I think KD got that 25 minutes, and he got those 12 points and had so much playing time due to the fact that Zep struggled, and we'll go ahead and get into him. He had two steals um, and two rebounds in the game, and like you said, he was in a little bit of foul trouble, only scored a point, but he was kind of one of the unsung heroes at the guard position with his defense, and we knew coming into the year, coming from the College of Charleston, that was just going to be, I mean, his strong suit. Anytime you, you're going to need like defensive possessions you just put
1: in Zepp and KD Johnson and those guards that they're playing against are going to struggle yeah period it's going to be tough to still score on them because of how dynamic they are and how good they are there was a point early on in the game when they were in together and KD forced a terrible pass and the only reason it wasn't a turnover was because KD was so far up into his man's face that he couldn't get to the ball behind him yeah that was the only reason and I really think that's going to be a lot of that this year where when coach Pearl wants wants some defensive spots or stops he's going to check in whichever one's not on the floor, and let them do work.
0: Three guys returning from last year that got a lot of playing time for Auburn in that 3-4 and four position. Devin Cambridge, Jalen Williams, and Chris Moore. Who really stuck out to you out of these three guys? I, th- I think it's got to be Jalen for me. I think
1: I thought Cambridge did a good job in his starting position. Something I don't – we talked about this in the past two years is that we love Devin Cambridge off the bench. But I thought he did good in that starting role. But Jalen Williams off the bench really impressed me being 4-6 for six from the field. Those two misses were three-pointers. He got his two rebounds, but he also just felt like he did a good job at going in for Jabari whenever he went down because he's played that center role. and obviously, He's played three through five. Yeah, exactly, and he came in at that four spot and played next to Walker and did a good job. Yeah, That's what I thought was impressive was Jalen Williams is going to be ready to step into whatever role he's asked of him.
0: Yeah, he finished four for six from the field, uh, one of three from the three-point line. I mean, we saw him drain that three. He also hit a free throw, and like you said, had a little bit of everything to do in that four position. He got a few rebounds and a few assists. Um, I mean, he was a team leader in turnovers, but we'll disregard that just because Auburn played so well in that portion of the game. And the Energizer buddy of this Auburn team, Dylan Cardwell, came off the bench in that center position, backed up uh, Walker Kessler. He's probably going to be his backup this year. Twelve minutes, only had two points, but he also had two rebounds and two steals. And I mean, like you said, his impact in this game and also is going to be throughout his entire career at Auburn goes beyond the stat sheet as well. That dude is just a – I mean, he just puts the energy into Auburn Arena and the jungle.
1: Yeah, and we didn't, we didn't get anything crazy out of Dylan on Tuesday Besides night. Besides that dunk. That was right. That was cool. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But at that point, the game was pretty much out of hand. Yeah. On Friday night in the exhibition game when Auburn was struggling a lot. Well, I guess it was early on. so We, hadn't, we, had, we, we didn't know Auburn was struggling yet. But he made a block to force a um a shot clock violation. Man, he blocked it. There was a, still a second left, and he was already, like, screaming at the student section. And it was just – that place erupted. Now, I cannot wait for something like that to happen in a real game, in an SEC game, or a game against a ranked match, a ranked team. That's going to really make a difference. It really yeah. will.
0: Yeah, and he's just – he brings that energy. He brings the swagger, and – he will mean, love him. It was from the first possession of the game that he was in. He was already over at the crowd, running up and down the court, oh, screaming, yeah. hollering. Um, I mean, just personally, as, as Auburn fans, they love to see that. But, I mean, like you said, he, as the season goes on, like we saw last year as the season went on, he'll become more impactful. He'll score more. He'll be more of a presence in the paint. That's definitely going to be a strong backup to Walker Kessler throughout the year. So, um, real quick before we go to break, Jacob, was there anything you saw, not just from the exhibition, but from Tuesday night's official first game, going into tomorrow night in Auburn Arena that you'd like to see Auburn improve on?
1: Well, I will say they're already further ahead than I thought they would be. Yeah. Coach Pearl said that it's the best they've played all, all season, based on the scrimmage, based on the exhibition. That was the best everyone's played. Right, might Zepp. Zep. Zep's probably the one guy that didn't play up to his potential. And I don't think everyone's played up to their potential, but they played good. They played well. They played together. But when it comes to improvement, I mean – Morehead State went on a bit of a run to start the second half. Yeah. So start the second half better. Uh, it's, kind, it's kind of like soccer where those first few minutes of each half are so important. I I really think that you need to come out in the second half firing and really keep it up with what you had in this first half.
0: I think the big thing for me is also that, and then also the the forwards had a big presence in the game. I would just like to see a little bit more of offensive production out of Walker and maybe out of Jabari because we're going to get where we're going to get out of the guards, especially when Allen comes back. True. But – we're going to need reliable offense down in the post as well, which we will get. It's going to be just like Chumo Kiki, a work in process with Jabari and Walker, I think. That's going to do it for the Auburn basketball discussion here on the scoreboard. We're halfway through with today's episode